Gentlemen, welcome back. Glad to be back. Let's get this banter started. Grab your drink of choice and join the conversation. No topic is off limits. Welcome to Brotherhood of Banter, Season 2. What's up, everyone? We appreciate you tuning in once again for another episode. And in this case, it's a bonus one with ding, the ding, Brotherhood ding. of Banter. My name is Edgar. I'm Diego. And Lewis. So, guys, we decided to do just one more. We didn't feel like 10 was enough. So today <laughs> you get a bonus clip. So realistically, we have nothing on our mind as far as topic. So we're just going to see where this takes us. Gentlemen, how have you been since the last time that we talked? Because it's been a, a couple of weeks now. It has, yeah. I've, I've been good, man. Just um, looking forward to all those vaccines we're going to be getting. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're recording right now, it's actually December 31st, 2020. And we can't wait to get this year over with. So we're going to do just this last one on uh, New Year's Eve, actually. And we're still dealing with the COVID. Fucking COVID. Yay. So imagine when we started recording our first season. What was it like in Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> That's when we did our official first one. Oh yeah. And we're I still dealing with this crap. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's I think it's gonna be it's gonna be around for a bit. Even yeah. if just in the periphery, even if, even if it's not like killing people in mass, this thing's just gonna be around. You know what's crazy that everybody's planning their New Year's Eve like tomorrow everything will be back to normal. Everybody's like, man, I can't wait for tomorrow, January 1st. You know, I can't wait to right. you know, this over with. It's like, I don't think there was a limit of when this is going to like sign off. Imagine the virus is like, oh, you're here, time to die. <laughs> I think I saw a post that, on Instagram where it said um, December um, 31st, 11.59. And then it shows another picture and it shows December 31st. 1160 like 2020 <laughs> just didn't want to end <laughs> that's a good one i wouldn't be surprised if it was like that it starts yeah. over it's a bonus so since yeah. last time we we talked what something has to have been new i mean i'm sure a lot has changed oh man um let's see i'm trying to think man if you want i can go first because i actually almost died in 2020 just a few days ago. Oh, what? by all means. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was like, man, 2020 is going to take care of me, too. What are you so, talking about, man? So it's crazy. I didn't I didn't reach out because I didn't want to, like, worry anybody. But on, I think it was, like, two weeks ago. So you guys already know that sometimes I take the little edibles and all that stuff. And, you know, we've actually done a couple of recordings while I've been under the influence. So most of the oh. time, <laughs> yeah, it's a secret, huh? So I've been doing some of them, like just to get rid of the migraines for a while now. I've had like migraines or headaches for seven, eight days at a time. So one of my buddies, he decided to bring me, which looked like a Hershey's bar. It was no big deal. So he came over with one of our other friends on a Saturday. Mind you, by the time I had, it was a square, it's a little square. By the time they got here, I had already like five meals in me. I've been trying to consume as much as possible. 
So I had like breakfast, two like lunches, and I had an extra meal. I had fritanga right before. Was and, that what? So that, it, so that it wouldn't hit you as hard or what? No, I wasn't even planning on taking it that day. It was just what I consumed throughout the day. Oh, okay. But, but when they showed up, they brought me fritanga because they, they work on the weekend. I don't. So they're like, oh, can we go hang out for a bit? I have a couple of drinks. I was like, yeah, man, just do me a favor. Bring me some fritanga on. So they came here. We had just finished eating. And then he shows me his stash. Like he has a whole bunch of different things that he buys from the distribution centers. So he gives me a little square. I was like, okay. So I pop it in, whatever. I felt that nice, you know, relaxing feeling. We even played video games. We had a couple of drinks. By the time they left, it was gone. So I think it was two Thursdays ago that... For whatever reason, I didn't get my meals on time. I didn't prep them. So on a Thursday, I go to work and I had a McRib from the day before. That was like my 7 a.m. meal. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to skip the meals for today and I'm just going to get something really good when I get home. Around by the time I got home, it was probably like 3.30 or so. And my mistake was the first thing I did was I came in expecting the same reaction from last time. I pop in one of those little squares, no more than a square. I placed an order for Pizza Hut because we're right across the street. They were here like 10 minutes later, and I ordered like like the family size. It was like a pizza, cinnamon sticks, and um, cheese sticks, and some other stuff. Grab a soda, and I put Ninja Turtles Part 1. I was like, today's Thursday. I'm just going to chill out. So as the movie's progressing, whatever, I grab my phone to check on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck did I get here? Like, I didn't realize that I had gotten on my phone. I look at the TV and it was one of like, like a lens trying to adjust so you can get like, you know, clarity. And I'm like, how the fuck did those four green guys get on there? And then I'm like, it took me a while to realize that it had just sunk in. And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, I have no idea that this is reality. It was the worst feeling I ever got. But I still wasn't nervous. I wasn't anxious. I was like, okay, I popped one of those things. I'm in my apartment. <laughs> I'm fucking watching the turtles having a pizza. I get up and I had to tell myself left, right, left, right, all the way to the fridge. I start popping water. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to lie down. I go to my bed and I close my eyes and I felt like everything was just moving. I opened my eyes and I was like, wait, how the, how the fuck did I get to my bed? Like it was one of those moments like I had to keep telling myself where I was. So I stand up and I start walking back and forth in my apartment. I was relaxed, but my heart wasn't. It was like, not even when I ran the most that I've always like ran at one time, has my heart ever felt like that. And I was running out of breath. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to like, this is going to be the end of me. I call my friend, the new girl that's on my team. And she lives not too far from here. She's been here one time before to drop off a honey ham. So I was like, I call her. She picked up, which was like, it wasn't unexpected. She never picks up her phone. And she's like, she's like, hey, love, like, you never call me. What's up? I was like, can you do me a favor and playing around? She was like, no. I was like, no, no, I'm serious. Like, can you do me a favor and come to my apartment like right now? Mind you, I've been trying to get her over here like seven or eight times before that. And she never comes. So she's like, are you okay? I was like, I think I'm going to faint. And as I'm doing, like, I'm running out of breath trying to get like the words out. And she's like, I'm on my way. You want me to call the paramedics? Whatever. I was like, I think I still can. By this time, like everything was just like blacking out. So I call the paramedics. I'm trying to explain the address. And they're like, so what's the emergency? I'm like, I think I'm having like a heart attack or something. They end up rushing over here. And I had to unlock the door. I left everything ready. And by the time they got here, like everything was already like just shrinking down to just blackness. 
and they put like the the mask on me they put like 12 of whatever those little patches they check my pressure they check my my sugar I, w- I was high but not high enough and when i say high i mean like in numbers not the actual like head of, that they couldn't take me by force they had to ask me hey you know can you come with us and it took me a while to even like realize that they were here it was three of them and i'm like guys you guys are not fucking here right now and they're like yes we are sir like we're here to help you i was like nah you're fucking not here i was like like i'm trying to tell myself that you're not here so like, uh, now hold on wait i got a couple questions real quick uh-huh. the were you aware of what was in this stuff i what was the active ingredient was just the cannabis stuff like i didn't actually sit there and read everything it was just something that he just told me it was cannabis it was an edible and like i told you the first one that i took like when they showed mm-hmm. up last time it was nothing different than when i had that brownie or other edibles and all that crap so okay. i was expecting and then, the same reaction did these paramedics know that you were high oh yeah yeah i told them so oh, okay. just in case i brought the bar with me and mind you like it, telling myself put on your shoes put on your pants just in case they gotta take you i grab my wallet grab my phone and i had the chocolate bar they're just like sitting right there so they showed up and i showed them this and the guy's like are you sure this is all you did i was like yes i'm like there's only one square missing that's all i took and he's looking around my apartment i'm like i just I haven't eaten all day as you can see i just sat down to eat and there were still like two slices and some some cheese sticks and he's looking around like are you sure i'm like i'm telling you i'm like that is all i had so yeah eventually they couldn't make me go so i was like if you guys think i'll be fine then i'll sit here i'm here thinking the fucking the expenses of them taking me and shit so yeah, like a thousand bucks just to get in yeah and it took them about like 25 minutes to get here and they're they're right around the corner they just couldn't find like because my building has no freaking address yeah they freaking like they left me as in the best condition they possibly could which i was still trying to grasp for air and i felt like this sharp pain right here then my friend shows up and she's not really like the chill type of person like she's always in defensive mode so that's why i pick at her and when she showed up she just went off she's like hey what the fuck is wrong with you how are you gonna because she knew what was going on she knew that i was given that that's one of the reasons why i also called her because she knew that you know the guys take this stuff and all that and she went off on me and she's like but i'm just here like staring at her with a smile and she's like you think this is funny i'm like no i just don't think this is real that's why like i'm like smiling right now oh man like i i honestly thought i wasn't gonna make it that should last her for four days like i went to work with like the sharp pain four days four days i was trying to get out of my system and i was trying to drink and eat and all that and when i would go to work and she kept an eye on me like the whole time she would go to my aisle and she'd be like you're you're good i'm like yeah i mean i'm here like i'm in like my chest was hurting like a bitch for days and yeah man it was just fucking terrified feeling and i was like fuck i was like i'm not even gonna get to like say goodbye like I needed to call her because if I fainted, who the fuck is going to find me? Nobody comes here. I don't live with anybody. Nobody's going to come check up. But yeah, that's how pizza, I Pizza Hut guy would have found you. Oh, no. I had already the pizza before. And no. they didn't even like freaking like show up. They just left it like on a little stand because I didn't want any contact. So yeah, mm-hmm. he fucking wouldn't. The pizza would still be sitting there like, you know. <laughs> that's how he would have known. He would have known. Oh, man, the pizza's still there. Yeah, but it, it was fucking like. It was scary once my heart wouldn't chill because I was like in control most of the time, but my heart was just not slowing down. Why did you not contact either of us, man, at any point? Because you guys are a little far. 
you know, like I can't. Well, I know. I don't mean to like save your life. Obviously, you know, you're not going to wait three and a half hours for me to get down there. But I mean, <laughs> like afterwards, how come this is the first time I'm hearing about this, man? I don't First know. of all, because it's funny. Second of all, because you know you, <laughs> you were apparently in some kind of jeopardy. So yeah, I thought you know, I really it was. was. Yeah, I, I called you when I had that bad trip that one time, and you didn't answer. Yeah, I called you. Um, you were like one of the first people that popped into my head for whatever reason. Like my high self immediately thought, Edgar, call Edgar. <laughs> yeah, but <this laughs> Which clearly you, you're not. You're not a very good resource to uh, get through this. <laughs> So not teaching Chong, just call that girl. <laughs> yeah, right. That, yeah, that shit was scary, man. It was just like I'm telling you, I've been high before. That was just more of like a heart. I, like if that's what a heart attack feels like, then I'm like, okay. So now I'm familiar with that shit because I even was like clenching my chest while that guy was here, and he's like, "You good?" I was like, "You keep asking me this, but obviously I'm not. But I'm just not bad enough to be taken." And then they were just talking about like random shit, and I had no clue what the fuck they were talking about. Now, the important question, what happened to the leftover pizza and stuff that you had? Oh, my friend made me eat it. it? No, my friend, when she got here, she was like, you're going to eat. And I was like, I just had a whole fucking large pizza. I'm like, you want me to eat more? And she's like, yeah, you have to eat. So I was like, yeah, she made me eat. And then, like, I'm telling you, she just kept feeding me left and right. And she stayed with me till, like, 11 at night. She was here from, like, 5 in the afternoon. But she she was terrified. Like I was like, look, I'm never gonna give you sh- again like shit again for not showing up to my get-togethers. Because right now, like you made all those like like just seem okay. You came when it counted. Yeah, oh, yesterday I didn't go to work, and then she checked up on me. She's like, "Are you okay? Are you alive?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." She's like, "I just didn't go to work." <laughs> so now she gets paranoid every time she doesn't see me. Well, I guess no ed- no edibles for you for New Year's. Oh, no, no. I'm going to my family's house, like my cousins and stuff. And uh-huh. yeah, I can't be acting stupid over there. Like, this is, I haven't <laughs> had a New Year's with them since like I was like 13. So yeah, it wouldn't go off. Oh, wow. Long. So what oh. do what you guys have? <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing is exa- as exciting as that. <laughs> right? It's like, why share? <laughs> <laughs> All I had was been regular days, man. Just staying at home or going to the data center or I mean nothing really exciting. Did you guys do anything for the wifey's birthday? I saw she posted up some stuff over there. Uh oh yeah. I mean there's been like gatherings here at the house, like for for my wife's birthday. But you know what's um, crazy? I never know if you're at those gatherings because she posts so much stuff with her and her family. Or the little one, but you're never in the pictures. I'm like, did Louis attend? I'm never in the and, pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I hate taking pictures. It's just, oh, don't even bother including me. So in my head, yeah. most pictures, they don't let you lay down on your side. That, that's cool <laughs> Like when you go to lay down in front of everybody in the group, they're like, Louis, what the fuck? Not again. <laughs> so they're no, like, just take just a not- picture. It, it, it's not for me. Even when I have to take pictures, like, and they all want to be in it. It's like, look, you got three seconds, and it's as many pictures as I'm going to take in those three seconds. So you can do whatever you want, and I'm going to call it out. Once I hit three, I'm going to put the phone down and walk away. I'm not like, oh, let me take another one here. Take this picture with this camera. No, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, even in the videos, like, you'll see her go like this, like, scanning the room. And I'm like, it's freaking Louis, like, behind her, like, as she's moving, that he's just, like, avoiding the camera. He's directing <laughs> the photo shoot. Okay, now zoom in, baby. Zoom in, zoom in. 
<laughs> no, no, I, I hate I hate being on camera. Like the only time I am is with you guys, or sometimes for work if I have to. But other than that, I don't want to be on camera. Yeah, like from my point of view, it just looks like you don't intend anything. Like I'm like, okay, they were there for the parties. Yeah, December has been delightfully uneventful uh, for the most part for me. So I I had um, I'd gone back to to school right to pursue a master's degree and mind you i began school when i was still unemployed and then i got my new job and then i found myself busy to like a ridiculous degree that i haven't been in for a very very long time and i got to a point where i don't know i just started like hating my life <laughs> it was so much shit to do all the time because it was like non-stop connected to the damn computer all day afterwards connected to the damn computer and on the days that i had my kids i barely got to like see them you know just like feed them and then put them to bed and that was it and then weekends i had to do you know uh schoolwork and it just got to a point where i was like no man this isn't worth my my uh the cost of my mental health so i decided to put that on hold uh, you know regardless my master's is something that i can pursue you know at any point down the road um, you know, I've got this new good job, you know, it's a great gig. I'm getting paid well and I'm very happy with it. So, um, and ever since I let go of that, oh man, I just, I started breathing again and having more time available for like, you know, podcasting and to spend with the kids and, um, you know, to spend with my girlfriend and stuff. Uh, I also shut down all of my social media except for, um, Instagram partially because I, I don't know if you guys have you guys seen Watch the Social Dilemma on Netflix? No, not yet. No. <clears throat> All right. Well, highly recommended. It makes you think. But but that one, that movie, the documentary, which in a nutshell, it's basically like talking about how the alg algorithms within social networks are meant to just keep us hooked over and over and over and over. Yeah, uh, psychologically, psychologically, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that in itself makes you think, but one of the guys, uh, the, the, the guys that they're interviewing for the documentary, they are former employees from places like Google and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Like the guys who created these algorithms and have in the time since stepped back and been like, you know, what the fuck did we do here? Like, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we changed the world, but it's not all positive. Um, and they, one of them mentioned having a book that they wrote and so i went and i checked out the book and i got it on audible and i listened to the whole thing and it was like during the course of that book that i was like you know what um fuck it man i'm i'm done it was this you know the compulsion of trying to feeling like i had to check this feed and that feed and this feed and that feed um it's like that's what i defaulted to as soon as i grabbed my phone um so i canceled it I canceled all of it except for Instagram, um, particularly because Instagram has less shit, although they've added a lot of stuff in recent times, but it just has less distracting shit to me. Like Facebook, Facebook, it's hard to even get to one of your friends. Oh, like, God, why yeah. are you checking all this other garbage? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like wait and all the little stupid quizzes and games and all the shit that they throw it's like it's just one thing after another to keep you in this endless loop you know so um 
I use Instagram, you know, I've been playing around with photography a lot, like on an amateur basis. And so I created an Instagram account for photography. I run my personal Instagram account where I post whenever the fuck I feel like it. And then um, the Instagram account for um, for Geekology 101 for the other podcast that I have with my son. And uh, and that's it. You know, like I hop around between those three accounts, but it's not this obsessive obsessive behavior that i felt i had gotten into with with social media i really have experienced like a freedom since i shut all of it uh, the rest of it else down so yeah december's really been just chill it's been really nice christmas was nice you know i had um i kind of hosted my girlfriend and our immediate family here at my place um <clears throat> And even those people that I see, you know, periodically, it was nice to have them all, you know, there. And I like, you know, I make sure that everybody had a gift under the tree and that sort of thing. And it was nice. It was nice. It was a good, uh, good time, you know, with, with like family and friends. Oh, and I got a punching bag, a freestanding punching bag. I've been meaning to tell you, Edgar. And, uh, and so I've been, I've been doing workouts out there, like boxing workouts. That's a great exercise. Oh my god, my arms are falling. It's painful as shit. Because I'm still, I'm still pretty early, pretty early into into them. Just like a weekend, but I've been doing that every day. And like seriously, my shoulders right now, man, they feel like they're about to collapse. Um, but it feels so fucking good, and it feels it's nice because it's like you really let get to let let go of just like pent up frustration and aggression like you got i got something to punch down you know it's great it what is really it, good and base or water or or just um it has the base has like a bunch of suction things that adhere to the floor and then i fill it up with water and then it's uh it's pretty tall um tall enough that i can punch upward and you know still have bag to hit or do you have it in um, the garage yeah the garage. yeah i set it up in the garage got myself like you know training boxing gloves and stuff like that and um, I've just been going at it, man. It, I've, I've kept the exercises pretty simple. You know, they're just punching base for now um, until I feel like I regain movement because I got to the point where I was so um, so stuck still all the time. Um, and I feel like my body's just starting to wake up little by little. Yeah. But anyway, that's been that's been a lot of fun, man. That's been really cool. Put on some some dope hip hop and go beat the shit out of that punchy bag. Yeah, we still got to do uh, what we talked about, you know, me going up there. We do, yeah. And you guys decide to join the gym and, and go from there. Yeah, for sure. Gwen and I Gwen and I are planning on – we're going to wait to see what – because usually at the beginning of the year, there's, like, offers and shit like that. Yeah, because everybody wants to lose a holiday weight. And right. But we already we already have the gym identified. It's this place that's actually open 24-7, um, and it's just, like, five to ten minutes away from where we live. So – That'll that'll definitely be the place because it'll give us the most flexibility with both of our kids' routines. Actually, but yeah, man, it's I actually good. applied at the at the gym for general manager, the one I'm going really? to Planet Fitness. Yeah, like I I was just going through like their their offers on Planet Fitness, and I'm a member anyways. So I was checking. I was like, oh, general manager. So I looked into it, and I was like, there's nothing I haven't done before, and you get to run your own gym. So I was like, yeah, I'll be at home there. So I sent in my resume and all that stuff, and they said, though, that was like two days ago. They said they'll get back to me next week. It'd be in a place that I like being. You get to talk to people. You get to talk to, uh, you know, the, the clients that come in there. 
uh, I can get a certification while I'm there if I want to do personal training on the side. Hmm. And obviously free memberships and, you know, the bonuses and the salary goes up really quick. So, so I have that option or the one that I talked about with my boss now that you know, she wants me to, to move up to the supervisor position, but that won't be till February, but that'll be overnight. So that's why I'm kind of like, if I get this one, it's more pay and it's during the day. So I'm just seeing which one up. I told myself this year, whatever happens, I'll try to roll with it. You know, I'll try to make some stuff happen, but some stuff you just got to let it happen. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. That's pretty oh, cool. So for all the listeners, since the last time that we were on here, because our episodes this past couple of months have been a little like, they weren't actually in order. They were just jumping back and forth. So in my case, my life has changed a lot. So at this moment, I am currently single for all the girls out there. And I relocated to a new place. And I'm starting the year off, I guess, fresh with new expectations and and different goals. So yeah, you guys won't hear me mention the wifey anymore and all that stuff. So yeah, for me it was a roller coaster of a year too. There was some obviously some death at the beginning and losing jobs and getting jobs and making friends, losing friends, separating, relocating. But so far it's been positive, so from what I see. So yeah, that was my change for 2020. Yeah, man, it's good to, it's it's been nice to see you, you know, like rediscovering yourself. As yeah, a single man who nearly Being dies on your feet, doing your thing. Yeah, turtle power. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm still adjusting. It's still weird to like wake up on my own, and sometimes I'm like, "Fuck, man!" I'm like, "What do I do all day?" So mm-hmm. I've been just working on the the turtle layer over there, just to have a way to go. Enjoy it, man. Don't don't throw any anchors down anytime soon, man. It's it's like speaking from personal experience. I know that feeling very well, and it's it's so great to rediscover yourself. Yeah. At this stage in life, it's really great to rediscover yourself. You know, when when you have no nothing else but to you know either do that or like be depressed and sad and alone. <laughs> you know, it, it, like if you if you really take it as a as a journey, like as a new beginning, then it's it's awesome how how great that that uh, that experience can be yep. yeah yeah it's trying it makes you wonder what the hell is going to come next year like i was talking what to the workers today like you know just it had to be on 2020 like why 2020 you know I don't well know. To, to partially answer that question did you guys hear <laughs> did you guys hear what was built into the covid relief bill that uh that the congress was trying to pass um after president trump requested more money for individuals well what the social media laws no well aside from that from in that same bill but there was this thing requesting all government or forcing government agencies like intelligence not not intelligence but uh defense uh branches of the government that to f- release within 180 days all the knowledge that they have of, of the UFOs. UFOs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did read that. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like it's like to make this public is, like, type of thing. <laughs> yeah. The the Pentagon had already released, you know, uh like a uh not a confirmation but a an acknowledgement that there are, you know, some unidentified things earlier this year, but now it's like the government saying like all right, now tell us everything you know. Mind you, we're probably not going to be privy to all that information because it's, you know, a lot of it is 
classified or all of it is classified. But the fact that it's being spoken of like that, that it's public knowledge that like the government is requesting all the information that, you know, that is available on UFOs. Like this is, I wonder where that's going to end up. <laughs> like where did that randomly come from? Like why now? And like, why? The <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And again, I don't think, I don't think we're ever going to really going to know, but uh, um, my guess is uh, Trump got that whole space force thing going. Right. <laughs> you guys heard of that, right? Yeah. 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 The space force. But I, I find a logical reason to the Space Force, not that we're going to start fighting E.T. The, the way I see the Space Force is, <laughs> is, uh, is as a way to defend the natural interests in space, primarily, you know, satellites, satellites and all that. Yeah. Anything like that, that manages, you know, the GPS and the missile tracking and all that shit. I mean, imagine yes, Russia. Yeah, go ahead. You, you got to think that if anybody is bound to, I mean, you've got, you have accounts um, of astronauts, you know, who have gone out into space and who confirm like having seen some unexplained shit up there. Uh, yeah. Mind you, a lot of that gets lumped into conspiracy theories and, you know, the, you know, tinfoil hat uh, folks. But if anybody is going to have, you know, some encounters with this shit, it's likely going to be, you know, whoever spends the most time out in outer space. So, I, maybe that's why the government is requesting this, you know, because they they're like, hey, you know, we're doing the Space Force thing now. We need to know what the hell's out there. We need to prepare just in case, you know, okay. some alien space pirates come to hijack one of our. Yeah, you space see, that, that makes investors. more sense as to why they're asking for all this crap to see what they're getting. Well, even even more logical whatsoever. It's it's all fake. It, it, it's designed to make you believe that there's stuff in space. So then we all spend in this magical space force. And in reality, it's going into people's pockets because they're afraid of, you know, the public is afraid of what the government is going to release, which is fake. You get me? That's possible, too. <laughs> That'd be some shit, man. That'd be some shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, donate to your, you know, your new space force so you can be protected. And <laughs> Yeah, military spending is going to go up and that's all going to go into people's pockets. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fascinating to me, man. Like the yeah, the I fact mean, that in a single year, so much shit could. I don't know. It's weird, man. So, um, do you guys have any kind of plans or anything for for the end of the world? <laughs> for, for for the new year, a lot of hopes, I guess. Oh, the new year. Yes. I mean, trying to plan something as we realize yeah. that's not really the way to go right now. It's more like rolling with the punches. Because I remember last year on on this very day, like a little later in the day, I was like, man, this is going to be my freaking year. And then four days later, I fracture my wrist and then my truck breaks down and then I lose my job. So I was like, no, nah, fuck that. I was like, this year, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Just like whatever comes this way, it's I'll, I'll figure it out. But as for hopes, I, I hope to get the the job over there at, at the gym and move up from there. I hope to finally furnish my entire place. And what else? I hope to get in better shape. Uh, I would like to do the road trip that we've talked about. I would really like to do that. Yeah, same here. So we can do the, the podcast. But I don't know, man. I still have the mentality right now of like, is this year going to be my year? But it can go either way. It can be a good year or it can be like my last year. 
and I've kind of been stuck with that in my mind. Like, you know, should I do something this year? Should I really try to like reach those goals or should I just say fuck it and just have a good time? Because now mm-hmm. like, I feel like every year may be like the last year and I'm kind of been stuck with that mentality for a while now. So yeah, a lot of hopes. Well, how does how do you how do you envision or not envision, but how do you conclude twenty twenty in your head? Like aside from all the global shit, the pandemic, the you know everything that's that's gone on that's been negative worldwide. How do you how do you feel twenty twenty one for you? I feel lucky, lucky in the sense that I survived. There was good with the bats but you know there's some that can be can be fixed but i feel like overall as me as a person i think it was a good year i mean it's it's sad to say that but i you know i i think this is a year that i made the most money i i haven't been sick you know knock on wood and you know i got out of a toxic relationship i got my new place and i've met a lot more people I got back into working out. I started drawing again, giving massages. So I want to say there's been a good one, you know, through all this shit. Yeah. And it's funny, like I see, I see, I've seen a couple of people posting some stuff on, on Instagram, like on their Instagram story and just like, you know, expressing how they felt about the year. And it's funny how like people for whom the year has actually on a personal level gone well, like they feel a sense of like guilt. You know, to just come yeah. out and be like, 2020 was actually, you know, good for me. Like it helped, you know, in this area or that area. And like, even for me, after having gone through the whole thing of, you know, losing my job in the first quarter of the year, um, when I really look at it overall, you know, considering the new job that I have, considering the new kind of dynamic and lifestyle that I'm able to have as a result of it, um, all this venturing into podcasting, uh, you know, I look at it all and I'm like, damn, you know, this is, this has actually been a good year. You know, it's been a year of growth in several areas. I, I can't on a personal level, I can't complain. You know, I feel like it really has given me a lot more than what I began the year with. And like the global guilt aside, you know, I'm happy to be able to say that, man, it's a nice way to be able to reframe this crazy year. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that the way I see it is like, let's say we were all at the same level, right? we all have jobs, families, whatever. But then when shit happens to people and they're down here, the people that have been here at this level, it just makes them look like they had a great year. But in reality, they just didn't get fucked over, you know? So it feels like, oh man, this was a great year. No, it's just that. That's yeah, a very valid point. It's just that these it's a regular year <laughs> went through a lot of shit, so it makes it look like fuck, man. Like I, I had so many great benefits from it. What about you, Lou? Well, in my case, I'm just looking forward to the end of everything, man. Just I don't mean like the end of the world. <laughs> that sounds wrong. No, I meant just you know normalcy, normalcy. Like, hey, I go to Hawaii and just chill at the beach without a mask, and you know, screw masks, and everyone's back to how it was last year, you know, just chilling. Um, and that type of, uh, just, you know, just going to a party and not worrying, oh my God, that person's coughing or I'm gonna go over there now type of thing. It's just, it's stressing, man. Like, 
like overall the year was was fine to me you know i mean luckily i wasn't really affected in my job my family's all right i mean i did lose an aunt but i wasn't that close to her in the first place um uh, from covid but like looking around like a lot of other people weren't so lucky what do i wish comes from everything next year just you know i hope those vaccines actually work man otherwise it's gonna be another year of this shit and then i just hope i just want to be on a beach i want to be on a beach and not anywhere worry about anything what happened anywhere you can lay down hawaii yeah hawaii i'm dying to go to hawaii hawaii or japan i really want to go to both one or the Man, other obviously yeah it's so crazy to me how um how different the experience can be uh depending on what state you're in and i'm guessing what part of the world you're in but it's like hearing not long ago i was talking to somebody from the west coast you know and they're they're describing to me how shitty it is and how locked in and locked up it, it all is and i'm over here like trying not to seem like a douche because i really like that over here you know in florida like you know florida's been very open and permissive and shit. i'm not saying that it's right but that's been the reality so like if you wanted to go to the beach in the midst of this whole thing pretty early on you know, in the, into the pandemic, you were already able to here in Florida. You know, you were able to go to bars. You were able to go to this, to that. Mind you, that, of course, contributed to, like, you know, <laughs> the, the, the shit spreading more. But I don't know. Like, I look at it, and it's like, what has, is, is Florida situation, you know, that much more terrible than you know, than, than other states who have been more in lockdown. I don't, I don't think it has, like, overall. People are dying all over the place, you know, which I think are just the most vulnerable people, most vulnerable to the, to the virus. But it's really interesting to me how different the experiences have been. Yeah, the world's going through, like, a cleansing right now, which sounds really bad, but, I mean, realistically, humans can't do it with humans, you know? So the world's just like, let me clean a little bit and you know, make some room in its own little way. So you didn't say what you were hoping to get out of 2021. Well, what am I hoping? More money, <laughs> <laughs> more alcohol, more food, more games. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this, um, to continuing this that I started with, uh, with the punching bag, um, continuing or to, you know, getting started with, with Gwen, that's going to be a new experience for me working out with a partner, you know, as opposed to like trying to do stuff by myself. I'm really looking forward to that, man. I, I really want to, you know, experience a change in that aspect of my life. I've been wanting to for a while, but just haven't really found the thing or committed. Um, so, so yeah, that, uh, aside from that, I really, am looking forward to the podcasting you know and really expanding that i've been during this month that i've actually had breathing room finally uh i've like immediately started gravitating back to you know starting to work on stuff so you know my mom's podcast we've been working on her stuff um i've been working on the spin-off podcast or the podcast for joshua 101 facts with joshua and I've got everything kind of set up. We 
he and I made a plan of how the topics are going to be broken down throughout the episodes until he gets to 101 facts. Uh, we, I created the intro, which I got to show you guys. Pretty dope. And then um, I've got my own solo podcast that I want to spin off. And I want to, you know, just kind of like carry out the plan that we, that we put together uh, for, for 2021. Like this is really, you know, it's a, for me, it's a very fulfilling journey, man. It, it gives me, oh, there's another podcast idea that I got to tell you about that I'm going to be putting together, by the way, the ideas just keep popping up doors kind of you know pop open and it's uh it's exciting to me just to continue creating content this way uh and to not feel rushed you know to try to like you know make all of it successful at once but just to keep exploring creatively you know that part has fed me so much during 2020 so i'm looking forward to doing a lot a lot more of it in 2021 and uh, I think that everything else, I just want it to stay where it is, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm very happy with my job. My relationship is going, you know, amazing. We're going to, you know, be at two years in March. You know, we're already talking and, you know, making plans for, you know, after like the next, the following year, the third year, you know, start, you know, planning out to kind of like blend our lives and all that you know, move in together and all, and everything that we have worked so hard to like take it slow on and take our time with. Uh, finally, we've kind of proven to each other that, yeah, like we just want to fucking be with each other, you know, and we want to start really building something together. And so, yeah, man, uh, I just want the, the good stuff to kind of like remain and then keep exploring the podcasting world improve myself physically um but everything else i'm grateful for i you know i i love my life i really don't have complaints and uh yeah i want my 2020 to kind of keep going in that direction regardless of what the fuck is happening in the world too because i'm afraid world, world war three man <laughs> yeah that would kind of ruin my plans <laughs> everyone's plans <laughs> yeah but like regardless unless you know missiles are being dropped on florida like i i i look forward to being able to kind of like navigate through whatever the hell happens in the world and you know stay afloat and and, and keep these things that i'm that i've been talking about like moving forward yeah yeah especially with the network you know that we're trying to kick off and everything like i have a good feeling about them i've been putting a lot of ideas down for for the speaking truth one is just that's the one that's been like just in the back of my head, like constantly. And I notice that yeah. I get a lot of ideas when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. like when I'm driving, that's when like everything comes. Because I guess that's when I feel like obviously you have nothing but your thoughts. Yeah. So I try to on purpose, like I try to get myself into like certain type of emotions to see what I freaking just spit out. So, you know, like right now with the holidays that were coming, I was like, man, this is going to suck because I'm used to going for like with 40 people in one get together to pretty much just being by myself. Mm. And I put myself in that like on purpose, you know, feeling with the sadness and all that shit. And then I just started like putting out that, hey, my, my record on the, on the phone. And obviously I had to figure out how to get out of that fucking mentality after, but it was much <laughs> easier. 
because that's when I feel yeah. like everything just comes together when I'm feeling a certain type of way. Right. And yeah, the same thing with like the anger and all that stuff, like, you know, certain scenarios I ran into. And yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that one. You know, that one's, it's, it's really here. Really here. That's going to be your laboratory, man. So I'm eager to see where, where this year goes, regardless of, of the shit that happens. But like I told you, you know, every, every day, every week, every month, I'm like, you know, I got to take full advantage of this because who knows, are we going to get another year? We're not going to get another year. Like, there's way too many deaths this past year. So something as simple, like let's say for my birthday, you know, like I would really, I think it'd be great if you guys, it'd be easier for you D, to come down and just mm-hmm. have like an old school, like just get together of my friends, you know, the ones that have always been there for me. Because I'm telling you, we're letting shit slide too much, man. Like um, my friend, the one that, I think you guys met him, Harnoosh. He's the one that lives in Cali. Uh, mm-hmm. His mom was just diagnosed with, you know, stage four, you know, a few days ago. And oh, he was? No, she was like his mom. Oh, his mom. Oh damn! Yeah, it's in the family. I, I don't know. You know, so I haven't talked to him in years, and I'm reaching out to him because of this, you know, situation. And I'm like, I think that's fucking sad. And that was one of my events for for speaking truth. I was right. like, it's fucking crazy. And like, that's how I felt. Like, that's one of the ones that I got angry with. That I'm like, you know, everybody's fucking putting like text messages for tomorrow. They don't return phone calls. You know, they freaking delay on plans, and we're assuming that we're freaking gonna be here next week or whatever the case is and then all of a sudden it was like oh shit this dude passed fuck man i should have made the time for him i should have went to visit him why why does it take that for people to change you know do mm-hmm. it take the time to freaking make a call like for me this was like a necessity you know like we were talking about i think it was yesterday the day before that it's just like mm-hmm. you get that craving you know it's this freaking therapy and it's you know reconnecting and it just gets more and more difficult that's the thing. It's been getting more and more difficult just to like make little simple shit happen. And like, I, I still can't figure it out. See, for like, for me, I, I, I've never been one for, you know, very active social life. Right. Uh, you know, parties and, you know, going out every weekend and all that stuff is just something that's never been uh, attractive to me, but uh, this which is what what led me to you know tell you hey we should record a bonus episode you know before the year ends this um i legitimately they just started missing this conversation right here you know and it's as simple as the fact that like this is human interaction you know we don't have there's no agendas you know we're not gaining anything from this except a million wait wait we we could be rich someday though man yeah, we need to get well. We need to get that uh Coronita sponsorship, bro. Are you on it? Get on that shit. <laughs> but but this is this is it, man. Like this is the kind of human interaction that that I want, you know, in my life. And I love the fact that podcasting can become an excuse for that. Geekology one hundred and one is an excuse for me and my son to have uninterrupted conversations about the geekiest shit you know, together. This is an excuse to hang out with a couple of friends. And there's going to be more opportunities like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I love the fact that conversational, a conversational medium like podcasting kind of like forces, you know, this kind of human interaction to happen. And um, and I want more of this targeted, deliberate discussion, like where um, it's not casual. It's not superficial. 
you know, where it's not just a, it's not social media type conversations. You know what I mean? The yeah. superficial, bland, empty kind of shit like that to me is not human connection. This, this is. Yeah, because for me, it feels strange going from like, you know, recording on a weekly or whatever it was to just sending text messages here and there. Like, you know, with, with Lewis, like, we'll just send a picture of something new turtle related, you know, or or something like that. And you and I yeah. is like you know, talking about a show or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, it's just not the freaking same. Yeah. And like my friend, my friend Jenny, she showed up last week for Christmas and she came down for a week. And she saw her family and that was the only friend that she was like, look, I'm going to make the time for you. And, you know, I, I don't have much time, but I'm going to go visit you. I was like, I hadn't seen her in a year. And she's like my best friend, female. She's one. the one you were telling me, right? The, not, not not too long ago. The the blonde one. She's like a blonde chick. And the one that I told you, like, I, I never actually like remember yeah. meeting. Yeah. You know, the one that I, we were throwing ideas about the podcast and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. So she came down. She wasn't sure, but she decided to come down. And she's like, hey, what are you doing? I had already sent the address by that time. And I was like, no, my family's coming over for dinner or whatever. She's like, I'm on my way. So I'm like, oh, shit, even better. So she came for a week. She didn't bother telling any of her friends that she was here because she didn't want to feel obligated to go visit every single one of them. And, yeah. like, our connection is just like the ones that we have, where it's just like a year went by, text message here and there. She shows up at my front door and it's just like, hey, so what's up? And, you know, we were watching the show till late at night and it was just that chemistry that, you know, you can't, you can't, you know, pretend to have with other people. And she didn't just come visit me once, but she came the next day, which I took the day off to have breakfast. And she spent, you know, most of the day here. And then the following day, she went to visit me at Home Depot to bring me, you know, caramel, whatever the fuck from Starbucks. And I was like, shit, I was like, you came to see me three times and you didn't give anybody else, you know, a few minutes to go see them. That's another thing I want to put on this year. I want to make the fucking effort to go see the people I care about. You know, the same way I drive to Tampa is the same way I have to drive to New Jersey if it need be. Um, you know, Ricardo and I don't really talk as much. It's just more like on a business level. Fucking Richard pops out of nowhere with freaking baby pictures. And <laughs> the only one that really calls me consistently is Irene. She's the only one that calls me like three to four times a week. I've lost her this past holidays, but that's just normal. You know, she goes and goes into hiding with her family. She's been consuming a lot of buttery wine. Yeah, pretty much. So it's like, you know. Buttery wine. <laughs> so I just want to keep that shit going, man. I really want to put the effort into this year. So. Well, it's been a year full of death, bro. <laughs> in the end, it'll catch most of us by surprise in one way or the other, so. Yeah, very true. It, 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 what you think is going to kill you isn't. It's something else. <laughs> and I'm taking it not as a haunting kind of thing where I'm like, oh, shit, when am I going to die? Like, not a fear, but just like a reality check. Like, hey, like, mm -hmm. don't fuck around. Like, make time count. You know, that's the way I'm taking it as. And yeah. Like, I want to make things happen. It's not so much like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm scared of dying, but we talked about that before. But that's not <laughs> the case now. It's just... You know, just not wasting time. Yeah, so, no, I hear you. I hear you. And it's funny because we, we, we have, I think, different approaches to it. But ultimately, there's like a similarity in where where it takes us. Because like for me, man, it just, you know, I, I love the fact that I can, if I die tomorrow and I could process after death my life, um, 
I really wouldn't have any regrets, man. Like, you know, I did my best with my, with my role as a father. Um, I feel like now I'm doing my best, you know, in my role as a, as a friend, at least the best that I've done in years, um, as a life partner, you know, I have no regrets as a son, no regrets as a professional, as a human being, I feel, you know, good with where I stand. And that's a good thing to be able to say, you know, and then from there on any, like any, any more time that I get to do more of those things. I like that, you know, I'm with that. And I want to do it all and like have it cross over in any way that I can. Um, the creative side of my life, the family, the friendship side of my life, like all of it. It's exciting to think that, you know, I could make it more and more play as one unit as I get older. Tough, yeah, sure, man. That's good stuff. You got you to gotta find your way down here in February. At least for like a weekend or something. Yeah, I'm down, man. I'm down. I've got a I've got a trip to um Virginia that unless COVID throws some kind of wrench. Um in cool. The- Whereabouts? Northern or southern? I it's I'm I'm arriving at Charleston. Okay. Um I'm not sure. I know that I'm I'm gonna be like forty five minutes away from Thomas Jefferson's, what is it, Monticello? <clears throat> but yeah, um, but like towards the end of February, when it's your birthday, I could I could definitely make it down there. Yeah, there there's there's definitely stuff that I gotta catch you up on. Yeah, Louis, you gotta find your way down here, man, because you missed December, which is your usual you know visiting time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I just don't see it likely in February, man. That's the issue. I don't see it likely to like maybe next December for me to head down or jump on a plane type of thing. Because yeah. um, it's like, I mean, work one thing, but primarily just getting on a plane does not seem appealing at all. And to drive, I could drive, but I'd be the only person driving. My wife hates to drive on the highway and literally doesn't drive on the highway. So... Like, okay, 10 years ago, I would jump on the, on the car and just drive to Miami and, you know, whatever. But now, no, man. I need my sleep at 9, so I got to stop. I, I'm tired. My back hurts. My knee hurts. I'm just It's going to be an unpleasant trip. Therefore, yeah. I haven't taken it because we discussed it. We discussed it. We're like, hey, let's just go. And then I sat down and thought about it. I'm like, nah. <laughs> but somehow we really do got to do this road trip, man. I think that's going to be something yeah. I mean, let's see. Let's see if we can't meet you at a decent spot where you can drive to. Because be I could drive man. to Virginia, <laughs> Northern Virginia, <laughs> five hours. Oh, you see that? No, I mean, but what what uh what Edgar and I were talking about was was to go up to yeah Philadelphia. Well, that's easier. <laughs> yeah, like we just swing by, like picking you up. Because really, the the drive from here to New Jersey, it's not a big thing. You know, like I, I've done it before, and it was really like. Not, not a big thing. So just kind of like picking you up and then, you know, wherever the road takes us from there. I mean, we don't really got to hit like a long distance to make shit happen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I think in June, I'm going to head over to Texas because my, my nephew's graduating. And I already mapped it out. I'm like 17 hours. I leave like at five in the afternoon. <clears throat> in the afternoon, I'll be there by, by noon the next day. Edgar, did I tell you about Joshua wanting to join us for that? For the road trip? Yeah. 
I didn't know. I didn't know Little Man wanted like to jump on that. Yeah, he really did, especially after after we we spent some time with you last time we were down there. Mm-hmm. Would you be up for that? Of course. I mean, as long as he's up for it, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of like grown up talk. So, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Would you give Mike. him a shot? <laughs> <laughs> like we don't even take his age into account. We just do everything with him. Like, right here, just do everything with us. Walking. No, he's just really small. He's this type of thing. <laughs> Walking to it the might, club. Yeah, he's supposed to. <laughs> you know, it might actually make make uh, the dynamic of what we recorded a little bit more interesting. Yeah, because he has so much to say, man. Like I told you, he doesn't seem his age. Right. Like, he's here talking with us. Like, like the time you guys were here, like I forget. You know that he's a little kid sometimes. You know, right? So no, of course not, man. I don't mind at all. Hmm. I have a lot of love for that little guy, man. And I, I think I'm growing on him. Yeah, no, you are for sure, man. I, you know, I think you're the closest thing that he's ever seen to an uncle on my end. You know, on my side, because even though I have uh, a male cousin who lives in Miami and stuff, like you're more of a brother to me, you know, uh, than than he is and that's uh again it's like a type of relationship that josh has never seen me have with anybody so i think to him it's fascinating to see me like interacting with you (laughs) you know so i can only imagine like i try to put myself in in, like a nine-year-old shoes and a trip like that with like my dad and a friend a close friend of his oh shit that'd be fucking awesome you know yeah yeah when you look at it from that point like yeah man like at least as a little kid, you love to be with certain grown-ups, especially if, like, because right. literally we're, we're kids. Like, I mean, fucking, like, all we do related besides our yeah. job is this kid stuff. Pretty know? much, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't want to fucking grow up. Like, I was um, going through Instagram earlier, and there's this guy turning, I think he was going on 47. And you see the background, and it's, like, taking the picture in, you know, in the turtle there. And he's like, man, like, and not in harsh words, in a polite way, he wrote pretty much saying, you know, fuck it, I don't want to grow up. You know, I, I I, grew up in the 80s. This is the shit I want to keep. This is the stuff I love. This is the room I currently have. And and I don't care. Like, I don't mind being a kid. You know, so so I think to him, we're just big kids. You know, Probably. And, and I'm okay with that. Like I, I, like I told you, like, I, I have a lot of love for him. And if he wants to adopt me as his uncle, Casey Jones, I'm okay. You know, talk. <laughs> My wife yeah. would agree. She thinks I'm a kid. <laughs> Makes her a pedophile. <laughs> you, I, bet, I bet you love throwing that one in her face. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's funny that it, it it wasn't until this Christmas that Gwen realized that she's like three to four years older than me. Really? Yeah. She thought you were older? Huh? She thought you were older or something? No, she just didn't think that I was that much younger than her. She thought that it was like a year or something like that. I'm like, how did you not, my age was on Tinder when we met. How did you not uh, fucking, you know, realize this? (laughs) And how long ago was this? This right now, a week ago, man. (laughs) We were having a conversation. We were having a conversation with her cousins and... Somebody asked me, so Diego, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 37, going on 38 this February. And uh, and Gwen is like, babe, what? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? You knew this. And she was like, oh, my God, I just realized that I'm that much older than you. I'm like, yeah, you cougar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carla's not older than you, right, Luke? 
she's younger than I am. Man. Yeah, but it's just the way that we behave, like man, like why do we gotta grow up? You know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. Um, as, long as, I'm, as long as I'm able, as long as I, I feel like as long as we're able to, you know, prove ourselves to be men in the areas that matter. Like, you know, let me keep my geeky podcast. Let me keep my comic book collection, my video games. Go, you yeah, know, man. I'm good. I think uh, Lewis fell asleep. <laughs> he looks like he did. <laughs> so where are you guys heading tonight? Here. I'm staying here. Uh, we went out last night at the supermarket and uh, picked up steaks and lobster, baby. Oh, for tonight. Oh, nice. Good. So it's uh, myself, Carla, and Natalie, and one of Carla's brothers. Um, and I'm sure once after midnight, everyone's going to be like, oh, come over, come over. And then we're probably going to go to her sister's. I don't know. We'll see. Have you guys ever received a New Year having sex? Yes. I mean, not the two of you. I'm saying like. <laughs> you both yeah, separately was, really uh, I've done that for the past couple of years, actually. Really? Like, like started and then Has it finished hit? after? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. I, I don't think I have. On purpose, like that was the actual plan. That it was because it was a casual thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, so yeah. I, I want to do it, and I want to I want to try to time the orgasm with the twelve o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, because why the fuck not? Right. Like this is the end of 2020. Might as well, you know, say farewell. Like, fuck you, 2020. Literally. Yeah. I, I, that's gonna be kind of hard. I guess you gotta know yourself very well too <laughs> well, we, we, i think we, we gotta figure out your average time yeah. so you have an average time of what to begin and yeah. then calculate based off of that and probability of you finishing at a specific time that's kind of cool we, math <laughs> we, we've had like a year and a half of practice so i think i feel confident that we can time yeah. it you can do your foreplay and then like at eleven fifty-six, play like a rug one let's get started and then you yeah, don't you're saying, four minutes. Like you gotta like Although, really tell yourself, I need to bust right now. But the challenge is that that both of us have to climax. So I don't know who's faster. That's the challenge. So that's, that's on you guys. Well, I think I think we might be able to get pretty close, man. We might be able to get pretty close because we we've pretty close within yeah. what. Margin of error. Uh, like a minute, three minutes. I think within the minute. Whoa, I think we can get that's pretty close. Yeah. If if you're trying to go for a long time, then obviously you don't think twice about it. You just do your thing. But when you like, you have a goal. Like, okay, like with those quickies, it's like you mm -hmm. can control yourself to be like, all right, I'm gonna bust right now. Like you put yourself in a position where it just feels amazing. And yeah. One that really gets you off and. There you go. Man, you know, that whole thing of like climaxing at the same time, I don't think I've ever experienced it like like this, like in this relationship. That's pretty fucking cool, man. Well, as soon as it happens, you text us and you'd be like, time? Yes. Achieved. <laughs> Mission be like a, an emoji with a thumbs up yeah. and a plus one minute <laughs> <laughs> or minus one minute. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be sure to do so it. It's cold, no, really. so you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you might be like, why are you texting them right now? 
Oh no, babe, it's just a plus. Just a, babe, um, hold on, babe. Get, get off me, get off me. Hold on, hold on. Real quick. That'd be funny. He hasn't even pulled out yet. He's just like, sex. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> just start prepping it you know, while we're in the middle. <laughs> you have it ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just pre write the message and then just plus and leave that number blank so I can just type that in and hit send. So that I Good trip. When planning on doing this, or like, is this just you're in your head? <laughs> what, us? Yeah, like you guys talk. Oh, no, no, no. This is the plan. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, well, for real. It, 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 thank you, guys. It, if not, we'll just have to, like, yeah, whatever. We'll practice for another year, get it right next year. <laughs> I don't mind. Oh, my God. Plan. Like, imagine throughout the whole year, we're like, okay, tomorrow, yeah, you're just always at time 9 p.m. <laughs> and then by the time December comes around, you guys are having down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on command. <laughs> no, yeah, for real. Because, like, all right, so the deal is, that, like, I don't have my kids, right? And then uh, her younger daughter's with their dad. Her older daughter's going to spend the, the night with uh, her boyfriend. Um, and then she just let her cousins know, like, yo, me and Diego are going to just do our own thing. So we're just going to be here. We bought all the ingredients to make some old fashions. I've got some skirt steak defrosting to, uh, to grill up. And um, so, yeah, man, we were like, you know, the idea came to me. I'm like, man, I've never done this. Have you ever done this? And she's like, no. I'm like, are you down for this right now? She's like, yeah. <laughs> so this is happening, man. I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys know how it goes. I'll record a whole special episode just you know, describing <laughs> the entire encounter. You know, I've never been one into like planning this kind of thing. You know, like I don't mean the New Year's. I just mean like the sex overall. Like right. it, for me, it wasn't just like as exciting. I guess. I mean, it was still obviously feels good. It's great and all that stuff. But just saying, hey, you know, we're gonna do it today. I don't know. I just it was just never like a thing for me. Like I'd rather be like you know in the moment or when. You really can't do it, but you're trying to sneak doing it. And the reason for that is that you don't have children. Because <laughs> you got no fucking choice when you got kids, man. You have to schedule sex. It's unfortunate, but you got to do it. Yeah, I guess that's different. No, seriously, man. Like, that's been my life. I'm finally getting past it. Like, as long as I don't have my kids, finally, it can just kind of naturally flow. But, man, when the kids are little, fuck. Yeah, schedule everything. It's frustrating. Otherwise, you're going to do the same thing to me? No, man. I'm just going <laughs> to eat. And I'm going to be stuffed. <laughs> I got a steak and a shrimp. I mean, gonna, a lobster, steak and lobster. You're going to time the, the last morsels of, of, of a lobster and, and steak to be right, mm, right on oh, the clock. Right there. That <laughs> <laughs> so, woman was my dinner. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm debating eating before I go to my cousin. She's like, there's food and drinks and fireworks and I'm baking cookies. My stomach's growling now, so I'm thinking of just making something before I go. Just don't eat an edible, man, please. Nah, fuck. (laughs) Edgar, you need to to record a video from yourself to yourself when you're in the middle of a high panic attack like that. Of a THC induced panic attack, like just talking yourself down so you can just hit play on that video when, when you're in the middle of it. 
And Raj would be like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? Don't tell me what to do, bitch. Why are you on my phone? Why are you on my phone, bitch? <laughs> you fucking hack me? Huh? <laughs> Like he throw my phone against the wall, destroy my laptop. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I don't plan on doing that shit for for a while. And the funny thing is, like, my cousin and I were supposed to like do it together. So maybe the situation would have been different if we had food in our stomach or all that. But I'm like, man, what if I would have been like that when she was here? And what if she was like that too? Like, that would have been just so like odd. I, nah, usually both people, unless it's like some kind of maniacal strain of marijuana, like you, both people aren't going to have the same reaction. So usually one person can kind of babysit the other one, talk them off the ledge. Yeah, I think it should be more. You're not dying. <laughs> <laughs> or freak them out and be like, oh my God, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Wake up. You're dead. <laughs> That would be hilarious to record something like that. <laughs> yeah, when my friend came, she like she kept her mask on just you know, out of respect. And that shit was just creeping me out because it was just like one whole blend of like just her face. <laughs> and her mask. And, like, you see like the shape of like right here. It was just creepy. It was almost like Joker status. Like I was like. <laughs> hey, let's wrap this thing up, man. I got to go uh, do some prep work. For yeah, same. I got to finish cleaning and get ready. All right. So, uh, I mean, there's not really a way of ending it this time. It's just, you know, there isn't. guys, we appreciate you uh, tuning in for our last episode of the year. And to everyone out listening, if whether you're listening, well, you're pretty much going to be listening after New Year's. So hopefully yeah. you guys had um, a wonderful New Year. Hopefully this year, you know, you, you have more success, more friends, more love, and definitely more health. So I guess we'll see you guys when season three comes up in the future happy new year everybody happy new year everybody take care be safe remember to subscribe or follow the shows on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode you can also keep up with the guys on facebook and instagram thanks for listening Imagine noise.